0: Well, first, I wanna thank both of you for coming in. I'm sure a therapist's office is the last place you thought you would find yourselves in, especially right now. But everyone agrees that this conflict is causing more harm than good. So that's why you're here. It's time you two sit down and talk this thing out. So I would like to welcome you both, Senator Elizabeth Warren and Senator Bernie Sanders.
1: Oh, wow. It's great to be here, even though I'm sitting next to subpar Yoda over here. Hey, how's that heart doing, father time?
2: It's doing amazing. Unlike your campaign, fake Pocahontas.
1: Oh yeah, you want to go, old man?
0: I'm ready when you are. I was born ready. Come at me, bro. Senators, please. Let's talk in a civilized manner here. Now, Senator Sanders, Senator Warren accused you of saying that you don't think a woman can be president. Correct.
2: That's what she says. But she's a damn liar. I never said that. I said she couldn't be president because she's a boomer. And we've had enough of the boomers.
1: Bitch, you're older than me. And you're a crusty old white man. I have
2: apologized and apologized about being white. I can't help that.
1: You also can't help all those college kids counting on you. But you certainly do talk a big game. Oh, like you don't do that? Okay, Boomer. Oh, that's it. I'm ripping off the last two hairs on your head.
0: Go ahead. I'll tear your headdress off. Oh, wait, you don't have one. Why, you? Senators. Now, Senator Warren. Senator Sanders says that you lied about him saying these things and you confronted him about it. Since then, you two have been at each other's throats. Because of this, most Democrats are saying you are hurting the campaign against President Trump. Now it's time we talk this thing out. I want you two to be civil with each other and say what you feel within reason. Senator Sanders, you may begin.
1: Oh, sure. Of course he gets to begin, because he has a penis. Granted, it's an old, deflated, limp cocktail weenie covered in matted, white Einstein hair. But it still counts.
2: You know something, Warren? 5% of 18% of 25% of 100% of you is a total
0: bitch! Enough! Now talk to each other. Talk!
2: Fine. Elizabeth, I'm...
0: I'm sorry I called
2: you a liar on national television. I was just very upset about what you said, and I didn't know how else to react. I apologize.
1: Well, Bernie, I'm sorry too. I shouldn't have came at you sideways like I did. I just couldn't believe you called me a liar. But you're still a friend. It would be silly to ruin this friendship over all this.
2: That's right. Politics brings the worst out of people. Let's not get on the level that Trump wants us on.
1: Exactly. Let's be bigger people. We have supporters to think about.
2: Yes. I have free health care to give away. Same here. I have free tuition to give away.
3: Me
1: too.
2: Hmm. Well, I... I have free groceries I'm giving away. Me too. I have straight up money to give away. Me too. I have free gas to give away.
1: I do too. And oil.
2: Well, I have free McDonald's to give away.
1: Well... I have free Burger King. Nobody likes Burger King! According to Hillary, nobody likes you. Oh, is that so? Yeah. Why don't you go crawl back into your grave, Dracula?
2: Why don't you get back to the cigar store? I'm sure they're missing their
0: fake Native American.
2: That's it! You're dead! Bring it!
0: I would just like to take this opportunity to congratulate President Trump on four more years.
4: Live from wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, it's the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Miranda, Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Pork, Sheila, D.A. Williams, and Orson Welles. And featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy.
5: Hello, Toddcasters, and welcome to the very first episode of the Smokin' Hot podcast in the 2020s. That's right. And the first episode of the second half of Season 6. I'm Hot Toddy, and we've got a good one for you this week. First, let me welcome you to the 2020s. Welcome to the 20s! It's great to be back. We had a wonderful Christmas break. Well, I had a wonderful Christmas break. I I don't know. I can't speak for the rest of the people on the Smoking Hot podcast. They could have had a horrible Christmas break. I don't know. I thoroughly enjoyed mine. I will say this. January was not a great month and it sort of worked in my favor in that it made the month drag on so we had a nice long break but there was nothing good that happened in january i mean my god it was like happy new year world war three australia's on fire kobe bryant dies and so on and so forth and speaking of which this week's episode is dedicated to kobe his daughter gigi and everybody else on board with them such a tragic day but we won't soon forget them now, let's talk about this week's episode. If you're a historian like me, you're excited about this because this is the first decade of the new millennium and the new century where we say the something, you know. That was a that became the thing in the in the 20th century to call each decade the this, the that. And now we're doing it again in the 2020s. Will it have the same impact? We'll see. And that's exactly what this week's episode is about. We're going to talk about things that we had in the 1920s that we don't have in the 2020s. And then vice versa, things we didn't have in the 1920s that we do have in the 2020s. And we'll also do some compare and contrast type things. We got a lot planned, a lot on the plate talking about the 2020s. Now, I will say this, not everything is positive. There's going to be some negative things that we're going to talk about when it comes to the two decades, but we also have a lot of positive things, too. So all in all, it's, a, it's going to be a fun episode. And it'll make you think, too, how better off we are now than the last set of the 20s and it'll also make you think we've got some work to do let's get on it so all of that is heading your way plus we've got some funny sketches on the way a friend of mine Sheila and DJ Pork's named S Mark will be joining us later on in the episode and Ollie covers this crazy ending to the impeachment on an all-new ollie report and it's all coming your way right here on the first 20s episode of the Smokin' hot toddcast you're listening to the Smokin' hot toddcast with your host
4: todd just todd todd is helpful and todd is there for you uh well it's actually hot toddy oh
6: well pardon me mr
4: perfect
5: Well, once again, welcome to the 20s. It is kind of amazing to think about because we we hyped up the 20th century so much. You know, that was the first century that we had the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, even though I know every other century in time has had 20s, 30s, 40s. You know what I mean, right? We had these specific decades, these special decades, the roaring 20s, then we had the 30s and so on and so forth. And they've all meant something to somebody in one way or the other. And so now we're in our own version of the 20s. But I just don't Feel like that this decade, or in the future, or any future decades for that matter, will have the same kind of feeling that the decades of the 20th century had. And I think the 20s is a prime example of that, because there were so many things that we had actually in the 1920s that we don't have in the 2020s. Case in point, this is one of the things that we don't have, is prosperity. We don't have the same kind of prosperity that we had in the 20s. Uh, Right here, America's wealth more than doubled in the years between 1920 and 1929. Most of this wealth funneled into finance and industry, but enough trickled down. This was probably the only time in history where the trickle-down theory actually worked. It trickled down to low-level employees, letting them participate in the new consumer culture. Even though there were income gaps, it's nothing compared to what's going on now, and it's it doesn't seem to be getting better and that's from an article and and i think it's so true uh the poor are poor and the middle class is starting to disappear and billionaires seem to be getting their way as i'm recording this uh, we have just found out that president trump has been completely acquitted of the impeachment so it just shows what money and power has and what money if you don't have money or power what you don't have and that's exactly how the 2020s are operating we just don't have money, basically. And, you know, everybody likes to complain about my generation. I am a millennial. Everybody complains about my generation saying that we're spoiled, uh, we're arrogant, uh, we we, we've, we think that we deserve things that we that we shouldn't have and things like that. And the list goes on and on. Uh, and that's just simply not true. This is in a completely different culture. The income gap has gotten wider and wider as the years have gone on. Uh, even after the 20s, I mean, granted, the 30s was pretty rough due to the Great Depression, but as time and money picked back up in the late 30s into the 40s and most definitely the late 40s into the 50s the income gap sorted started to you know come back together and people were able to live normal lives even middle class to even poor lived, you know, decent lives. Middle class lived great lives. And so that's the big difference between the twenties, the 1920s and the 2020s is that there is no trickling down of money. There are no millionaires and billionaires who are making sure that their employees are safe and secure, uh, both financially and within housing and everything. So, I mean, without a doubt, prosperity in the 1920s was much better than the 2020s. I mean, that's why we called it the Roaring Twenties, because every Everybody was out having fun and enjoying life, and that really just isn't the case these days. It's really not the case in the 2020s. Now, granted, again, got to keep in mind, everything I'm talking about, we are just in the first year of the 2020s. We're only in the second month of the first year, so things could pick up. Everything I'm saying could be so untrue in the next few years, but as it stands now, the 2020s, nowhere compares to the 1920s, and prosperity is a great example of that.
0: And now, Random Thoughts by Hot Toddy. You
5: know, the first person who heard a parrot speak, I bet they probably needed a couple of minutes.
0: And that was Random Thoughts by Hot Toddy. Hello, I'm Miss Pangrino, and I'm addicted to two crime shows. I love watching shows where people get brutally murdered and police spend years, sometimes decades, solving it. Now, every murder is different, but every murder is kind of the same. This is because every murder seems to have similar traits, and if your life includes one of these traits, well, you're probably gonna be murdered. I'd like to now share with you this knowledge in a segment we call The 10 Things Miss Pangrino Has Learned by Watching Crime Shows. Number one, if you have time-stamped VHS footage of yourself blowing out birthday candles, you'll eventually be abducted. Number two, you'll never be murdered if you have more than three pictures of yourself. Number three, if you have a smile that quote, lights up the room, you'll eventually end up covered in blood. Number four, in the Midwest, there are no loose knit communities. Number five, you can't be murdered in your home if you own furniture more recent than 1983. Number six, the best way to cope with your loved one's murder is by staring at a boat marina. Number seven, people only die on beige carpet. Number eight, only quote perfect marriages and in strangulation. Number nine, life insurance is a bad idea. And number 10, if someone says never in a million years, they actually mean next April. And those my friends are the 10 things Miss Pangrino has learned by watching crime shows
4: listening to the smoky
0: eye podcast. Now, I will say this. This is
5: something that we don't have in the 2020s that we did have in the 1920s is prohibition. I'm not a big drinker myself. I actually kind of roll my eyes when I hear people talking about Boy, I got so drunk last night. I'm just not a big fan of that kind of lifestyle. It's fine, but you know, the, the alcohol business, I mean, without a doubt, is a huge industry, and it gets bigger and bigger every year. Uh, in the 1920s, not the case. Uh, it was it was like drugs. Uh, in the 1920s, alcohol was. It was sold in the underground, and you could go to prison for distributing alcohol. Uh, right here, Americans' temperance movement achieved its primary goal. On the 16th, January 16th, 1920, we just passed the 100th anniversary of the 18th Amendment. That's right. The 18th Amendment's ban on the manufacture and sales of intoxicating liquor instead of going away though alcohol just went underground like I said with illegal speakeasies replacing taverns and stronger moonshine and milder forms of beer and so you had tons of organized crime because of this. You had pity street gangs before prohibition. Then you had bootleggers and mob bosses like Al Capone and had come out of nowhere distributing alcohol due to prohibition. Now that there you go, that's something else that was a huge industry was selling alcohol underground, much like selling drugs underground. Alcohol was that. So I guess that's the big difference between the nineteen twenties and the twenty twenties. Of course, you know, the drug cartel and selling drugs, that's nothing new. That's been going on for decades. Uh, but I mean, organized crime in the 20s was all about alcohol, uh, and so it's it's interesting to go back and and study that and learn that. But but we don't have to deal with that anymore. If you want a beer, go get a beer. If you want a, some wine, go get some wine. Prohibition no longer exists, so you can drink alcohol in the 2020s. That's a very positive thing. Uh, well, if you if you want to drink alcohol, that is, uh, drink at your own risk. I'm just saying. I think it's a positive thing that we don't have prohibition uh, in the in the 2020s as we did in the 1920s because in the 19 19- 20s, it was gangsters, mob bosses, organized crime lords uh, who were making tons of money selling this in the underground. Now you can have legitimate businesses. Moonshine now has legitimate businesses, and you don't have to worry about Uncle Buck you know, up in the mountains there uh, brewing it up for you, and you're worried that you know, freaking Andy and Barney are gonna come and <laughs> arrest them and put them in the jail. Nah! You go to old old Smokey Moonshine, not a sponsor, but I love them. You could go up there and get some Moonshine and, and enjoy life. So, pro- no prohibition in the 2020s. That's... that's that's some good news right there
4: hey this is michael carbonaro from the carbonaro effect and you're listening to hot toddy on the Smokin' hot podcast the Smokin' hot podcast presents the ollie report a segment dedicated to extremely professional and hard-hitting journalism reports on headlines straight off the news ticker through the eyes of ollie and now the ollie report
7: Hello
5: there and welcome to the first Ollie Report of 2020. I'm Hot Toddy and we start the year off with some craziness and pretty much a letdown when it comes to democracy. As you probably know by now, the Republicans have blocked the Democrats' request for any evidence and witnesses in the President Donald Trump impeachment trial, which pretty much all but seals the deal for an acquittal in this process. Obviously, we had to get Ollie on the scene for this particular... Particular incident, and well, as you know, Ollie, he's not happy about it anyway. He's in Washington, and we're gonna speak with him now. Here he is for the first time in 2020, Ollie, Ollie, my friend. How are you? to the worst place for me to be in. My car won't start. I don't know what to do. I probably should go to Walmart and get a new battery. Dusty says AutoZone will put the battery in for you, so maybe I'll do that. Who's Dusty? That's yes, Mark. Oh, right on Smells Like 90s Rock. You know it. Anyway, Ollie, look, I know this is not your favorite place to be in the world, but we need to get this out in the open because we need to know why. Why this happened? Because there was plenty of evidence and there were plenty of witnesses stepping up against President Trump, but the Republicans blocked it. Have you spoken to any of the Republican senators to get their reaction?
7: Why? Why do I need to talk to them? I'll tell you what their reaction is. I don't want to lose my seat in the Senate. And they knew that if they voted, Bring them in, they would lose it. I'm outside. People are wearing light jackets because it's warmed up a lot. It's in the 60s right now. I really
3: need to go poop. Hashtag turtle head. Ooh,
7: Let's not go. God. Ollie, come on, man. Keep it together. Let's keep this professional.
5: Listen,
3: man, I've had
7: spicy chili for two days in a row. I'm ready to
5: rocket launch. Ooh, okay, look, just stop it, stop it. Just keep it together, man. All right, all right, all right. Okay, okay, okay. So you need to poop. That's great. Let's just, let's get to the nitty gritty. Have, have you spoken to Mitch McConnell mainly about why he did this? Why And why everyone in the Republican Party is backing this decision to have no witnesses? No! All right, have you talked to Lindsey Graham? No! Well, here's probably the biggest question. As you know, the final winning vote to stop all evidence and witnesses from coming forward was done by Tennessee's own Lamar Alexander. Have you spoken to him and asked him why he made this decision? No. Listen, you know as well as I that he wanted to do it because he wanted an amazing record as a Republican. But why? He
7: had nothing to lose. He's retiring at the end of this year. Doesn't Trump bumpers to love him on his way out. I don't know. What do you want from me? I want the truth. You can't
5: handle the truth. Tell me what's going on, Ollie! I'm to in my pants! Alright, alright, all right. Let's just all calm down here. Alright, look, clearly we're we're both just very upset about this whole impeachment thing. But per use, you would not talk to anybody. But you know why I haven't talked to anybody, man. The Republicans try to kill
3: me every time I do. Hashtag butt cheeks! Don't say it. And the turtle head coming out between them. <laughs>
5: you all right i've had enough i've had enough of this let's just wrap it up
7: we are the champions my friends hello my friends okay. and we'll keep on fighting till the end hello there we are the champions No time for losers like Ollie and Not Tidy because we are the champions
5: of working. Hello, Mr. President. Glad you could join us. Boy, I am too hot, Tidy. I'm so excited to be here. Ollie, good to see you. Uh huh. Can you breathe all that fresh
7: air? Ah, oh, it smells wonderful out here. Oh, God. Oh,
3: ugh.
5: What's that?
3: Sorry, I farted. Uh, I
5: taught it. I know. Just let let it go, sir. Um. Anyway. Yes, I, I guess you are pretty happy, aren't you? Boy, happy isn't even the word for it, hot tighty. I'm so happy and excited. I'll be giving the best victory speech of all time at the State of the Union. Oh, that, that's right. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we're recording this uh, before the president uh, does his State of the Union address. Uh, what do you plan on hitting on, Mr. President? Well, I, I'm going to talk about the economy, of course. These are very important things. I'm, I'm also going to talk about uh, our foreign affairs, everything that happened in Iran and everything. I want to calm the nation down and make sure they understand everything. And finally, I'm going to talk about
7: how I whip the Democrats' asses! <laughs> no collusion, bitches! <laughs> no witnesses, no evidence, no trial. Yours truly will not only beat this impeachment, but I'm also
5: gonna be president again. Trump 2020, bitches! <laughs> thank you, and thank you. Yes, well, it, it sort of looks that way, Mr. President, doesn't it? sure does, hot toddy. I'm sorry I had to come to this. I'm sorry to you too. Ollie, I, but as a gesture of gratitude, I'm not going to have the living kicked out of you. Oh, cheaper, Thanks, Mr. President.
3: That sure is nice. I, oh, boy.
7: I'm going to have to go to the bathroom soon. Sure, sure. Whatever. Well, anyway, boys, I just wanted to come in and tell you how pleased I am with how everything turned out. Okay, bye. Sure, sure. I understand. I understand. Excuse me, Ollie. I need to get by. Oh,
3: boy. Oh, God. This isn't
5: going to be good. Ollie, are you all right? What's wrong with him? I don't know. He's been saying he had to go to the bathroom, and he's... Oh, fire in the hole! Oh,
3: oh my God! No, no! Oh, oh
7: my God! I got poop all over me! Oh, My boy, Ollie.
3: Yeah, I really didn't mean to do that.
7: There goes the president of the United States. He's he's covered in poo poo because
3: I poo pooed on him.
5: He's nuts. That's going to do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie News ticker. Until then, have a good day and an Ollieful week.
2: Hot toddy. Hot toddy
8: hot toddy
4: you're tuned into the smoking hot Toddcast with your host hot toddy who's always looking real
5: good hey
7: does this suit make me look fat no 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 your face does
5: The last thing that I'll compare here between our two decades, the 1920s and the 2020s, is the entertainment business, primarily film and music. Television and internet obviously will be completely out of this because they did not exist in the 1920s, but film and music obviously did. So we'll talk about film and music. We'll start with film. Uh, You know, in the 1920s, you had the silent feature. uh, And a lot of people, even my grandparents, before they passed away because they were alive during the 20s, would call that the sort of the golden age of film because there was no talking. It was based solely on your facial movements and your bodily movements, how you acted in those scenes. That that was the decision of whether it was a good good performance or not. Then sound came along and it's about how you said things and how you react to things with your voice. Uh, so, and I'm not really going to, I'm not going to dive too much between talking and not talking because the talkies came along in the 30s. So, I mean, that really doesn't make a whole lot of difference. But let's talk about the artistry of film and in the, in, in the 220s. I think artistry, and I, 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 this may be an unpopular opinion, but I think film artistry was more prevalent in the 1920s than it is now in the 2020s. Um, the only reason why I say that is because every film that was ever made in the 1920s was in theaters. You, if you wanted, you know, if you wanted a Night on the Town and you wanted to go see a movie, you had to see the movie that was playing at that theater, the one movie that was playing at that theater, and people would go see it, and then they would make their decision if it was a good film or not, and. You know, there's a lot of films that were out back then that if you looked at them today, you would think, why is that popular? Back then, they were huge. The best example is my favorite actor from the 1920s, uh, Lon Chaney, uh, who was who infamously played The Phantom of the Opera for the very first time in film. First time that would, had it had ever been on the silver screen. He played the original Phantom of the Opera and the original Hunchback of Notre Dame. Those films were huge mainly because they were primarily horror films, and so there was a lot of, you know, thriller and action elements. To them, plus not the fact that he he did his own makeup in those films, and he looked just absolutely monstrous, and he knew how to do that. But there was a lot of films that he made that I look at, and I'm like, why were these huge? You would look at him, you think, why are these huge hits back then? But you know, back then, you you would go see them, and you're like, these are groundbreaking performances. There was uh, his last silent film was him playing a conductor on a train. That's it. That's all he did. He played a conductor on a train. Why is that popular? It was like just a regular love story, and he was a conductor on a train. He played an old man. Who cares? Then there's one called Tell It to the Marines, which was one of his favorite films. It was just him in the Marines, and it was another love story why are these why are these doing anything because those were the films that was it that's all they had there was no special effects there was nothing it was just these performances silent performances by people and they were huge and they were great and you can make these you know amazing films that people may not feel, find amazing today but you can make these very Highly artistic films back then and people would love them. And so I think there was a lot more creativity back then because people weren't really expecting anything. They were just going to the theater to see the latest movie that was out and then they would make their consensus if it was good or if it was bad. They gave it a chance no matter what. And even when the talkie era came over, you know, for the longest time, for, for many, many, many years, well, all the way through the, two, the, through the 90s even, into the 2000s when, you know, the only way you could watch a movie after seeing it in the theaters was getting it on VHS, you know. People went to go see movies, and, and that's why there were so there was a vast array of you know, hit films out there. It could be comedy, it could be action, it could be a war film, it could be drama, it could be a Star Wars film, sci-fi, you know, every 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 film had their own artistry to them. Let's fast forward now to the 2020s. That's really not the case. It's mostly, you know, Martin Scorsese, I don't completely agree with what he says. He says, you know, like like the film is dead and, you know, and and that Marvel and Star Wars, those aren't real films. That's not artistry. It's just blockbuster. You know, it's just a, a it was just a machine. It's a monopoly of of money and film. I don't completely agree with that, but I do agree that kind of the artistry is gone. Most artistic films you might find like on Amazon or Hulu or Netflix, that's where those movies go. They don't put them out in the theaters anymore because people don't go to theaters to see that. They they People now have a purpose when it comes to these films. They want to see Star Wars. They want to see a Marvel film. They want to see a DC movie. And really even outside of that big blockbusters don't do well. You you have to have this like specific franchise. But Marvel and Star Wars and let's just call it what it is, Disney has pretty much eaten that up. Even even the Disney's like own reg, their own regular films don't do as well as a Marvel or a Star Wars film. And that's primarily what these what the theater is anymore is just these major blockbuster films. Now, I will say there's still plenty of great films out there. Knives Out, I saw that back in, towards the end of 2019. An amazing film, highly recommended if you've not seen it. 1917, it's a war drama. I mean, it just it kept it was so compelling and it gripped you the whole entire time. There's so many great films still out there that that are put into theaters, but you have to make the you have to make the effort to go and see. That's the difference between now and the 20s. People didn't have to put in the effort. They just went to go see a movie. Simple as that. But the conglomerate of Hollywood has really changed things, and I think that's the same story uh, with music. You know, you had the Jazz Age in the 20s, and you had a lot of artistry back then. You had a, a lot of songwriters and, and music writers. You had these great conductors. You had all these great bands, instruments. That's something you don't see very often now. It was instruments with your with your band or your artist, you know. And that was that was what was so beautiful about the Jazz Age, about the 20s and the 2020s. Again, I am not knocking the artist. There are still there's still great artistry out there. Uh, There's still great performers, great singer songwriters. They're out there. But again, it's that big conglomerate tank that's just trying to make the money. And that's where you get your top 40 and your top country. And and that's where that comes from. It's not really about artistry anymore it's not really about talent it's just about who's next on the agenda and so that that's kind of how the music industry works now too just like hollywood it's what's the next big thing that can come out there i think the 20s was a lot easier the 1920s a lot easier than the 2020s because you could just go and relax now it's about okay do i want to spend money to go see this movie do I want to spend all this money to go see uh, a movie called The Lighthouse with uh, <laughs> with Willem Dafoe and uh, Robert Pattinson? Was that movie in theaters? I'm not even sure if that movie was in theaters, but I've seen that one, and that's another great artistic film to go see. But uh, but that's the point I'm trying to make. It's like, would you, would you make the effort to go see it? Star Wars, you would. Marvel, you will. DC, yeah, you probably would. I don't like DC movies, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, you know. It, it, it's just all about blockbusters now it's not really about artistry and about finding that next big thing it's just it, it's just what we know it's things we know that's why the the reboot is so big now you know reboot of films we just want to see them again with different people sequels to old movies that's pretty much all it is nowadays it's it's just that And I'm not saying that film is headed in the wrong direction. And and by any means necessary, I'm not saying that. I think film is great. I I will still make the effort to go and watch movies on Netflix. I'll still go to theaters and see artistic films. But it's just, it's a different time. Bottom line. And same for music. It's a different time. It's not about just going to a club and listening to a band. It's about, I want to hear Lizzo. I want to hear, what does Lizzo have out? And I will say, I, I think in music, you still do find that next big artist, which I do think is a pretty cool thing. Billie Eilish is an amazing... Amazing performer and amazing singer songwriter, and so I, you know, they're still out there. But uh, the point is, things are different from the 1920s than they are in the 2020s. Smoking hot ton test <laughs>
8: I just would love to see y'all's conversations when no one else is around.
5: It's it, they're golden.
9: They're stupid. They're
6: amazing. They and talked about porn last week, and I didn't participate in that we, conversation. We did
5: talk about porn. Uh, That's ha.
8: definitely something that you all keep to yourselves when I'm not here to well, shame you. We were
5: just debating. Where uh, were we debating? We were just talking. What were we talking about? I the finer ethics of porn watching. Uh, oh, yeah, basically.
6: Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And basically how- you're a sc- you're you're a scumbag if you watch over X amount of porn. That's
5: right. And and we always and we
6: But and if so- you watch under that amount you're a normal human all being. All right, all
8: you brilliant people, what was your limit of over an X amount made you like creepy? Well, eight hours
6: a week. Yeah.
8: Eight hours a week? Yeah. It's like a job. Okay. <laughs> so what was like the this is normal?
6: That's one work day.
8: What was the normal like <laughs>
6: I don't. Uh, well, Pork says we I asked need a him. mental health day every once in a while.
8: Okay, so, yeah, that's,
6: <laughs> so uh,
9: that's
5: more than a mental health
9: day. Pork,
8: what was your like? This is normal.
9: Uh I thought like once or twice a week. Like,
8: minute-wise, though, because you gave the eight-hour. So
5: eight hours like, a day? Yeah. Uh, the, no, under, no. Yeah,
8: no eight hours. <laughs> one, once hours, or twice
5: like a week. Deba- devoting one entire day to that. Once or twice, or 16, the, once or twice a week,
7: the, the
9: 15 to 20 minutes per time.
5: Well, it depends that on... Seems, today is my yeah. birthday. That seems, I'm you know, old now.
9: You're, oh, it's your birthday? Yes, happy, happy birthday, birthday
7: yeah. s Happy birthday.
8: So was this your, like, eight-hour day of, of porn <laughs> <laughs> because it's your birthday? <laughs>
9: Was this your eight-hour day? Your
8: eight hour?
7: Did no. you do that all day Didn't and then it's like, time. well, look at the time. Let's go. You're just like, oh, this
6: is a ownership. great birthday. <laughs> You'd be surprised what you can do while... I'm good at
5: multitasking. (laughs) Oh, I don't want to know. We don't want
8: to know that one. Are
5: are you? No, I don't want to. I don't know. I don't want to know the the answer to the question, so I'm not even going to ask the question.
8: I'll ask you then, Hot What was your
5: like normal hour? Me? Oh well, I I agree with Pork. I I think he's
9: lying. I think. To be fair, you told me I was I was lying. Yeah, I I was lying. I
5: I don't think
7: he
9: does. Which makes me think that you watch an exorbitant amount of porn. Well, I
5: I, no past the eight hours. (laughs) I've probably passed the eight hours in the past, but. uh, uh, but no, I <laughs> I just think once or twice. I think that you're lying, but okay. But I
7: am, huh? For him. For him. I'm I, I
5: think he's lying, but okay.
7: But, you know, once or twice a week, that makes sense.
8: The same 15-20 minute
5: rule. 15-20 minute rule. Well, I mean, it. everybody's different. It depends on how long they last.
8: Well what if they last four hours? Now they're already here eight hour.
9: Look, guess. that well, there you go. If you last four hours, like just give
5: up. If you last four hours, you should consult a doctor because that pill you took <laughs> <away> <laughs> lasted too long. Uh, That's
6: <laughs> I watch porn for the artistic. We have values. been on the show has
7: been on for less than ten minutes. <laughs> uh, and we're already into a discussion. This is That's biography. horrible.
8: <laughs> This is why I can't leave you guys alone. No, you cannot handle yourself. No. Like we kept. Right the we kept. S
9: Mark <laughs> for his birthday present. Decided like I'm going to talk <laughs> yes. about corn yeah, exactly. on the air. This is with my friend. Punch. This is my parting gift. Oh I'm God! I'm telling you no. that's what he
8: did because he put his like Your parting out.
9: gift.
6: Are you leaving? Maybe. I'm hungry. It's uh, like he did oh, his
8: eight uh, hours today, and yeah. he's like, Remember how we said eight hours? Too much? Is it, is it really too much?
5: Like? Hold my beer. I'm about to try 16 hours. He's like, oh, it only, oh, this is a great birthday. Oh, eight
8: oh, hours. Yeah. Happy birthday to me.
6: If there's some way I could get people to donate charity
5: to me for watching porn a
3: gofundme I, I, I well, like get a, patron patron
6: a page in the world. yeah
5: a patreon patreon yeah, yeah. i mm-hmm. was calling
8: patron that's patron. what they are to me now patron
5: i By the way you say that i think alcohol like why would you want well, an alcohol that's page
8: like what they go to right like you get up a patreon page to pay for your patron so i'm just uh, skipping well the that's man. that's
5: true i mean i'm not arguing with so, that. i mean
8: people ain't paying their bills off that typically right
5: they I, they could be yeah i
8: think that's just your sip fund mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. it should be but, you
5: know, society. So start a Patreon uh, or a GoFundMe. No, don't. Or a Patron. No, no don't. <laughs> don't. Don't do it. Because people will contribute. They'll contribute to anything. No,
9: not no, really. No, it has
8: to be absurd. It, it
9: has to be a hard sell.
8: Like, it has to be absurd or, like, so in other words, tragic. In
5: other words, S Mark would make a ton of money.
9: Yeah, because you would, like, give mm-hmm. your reviews of porn. Exactly. <laughs> You would find the transcendental value in yeah, your like pornography. He, he
5: actually has a shot at that one. Yeah, and and pork, you'd be a guest on the show, and you could absolutely you're, not your in deep you're deep <laughs> in, not. in depth analysis. I
8: feel like pork would be like one of those like noir point like like porn I, watchers. I would yeah, like you a know noir? he goes yeah he goes for like the mm-hmm. B cuts of porn
5: yeah. Like, oh, like sort of like the indie flick version, yeah. of it, You know, yeah. Where, where there's a, there might be a guy so like, like some,
9: everybody's wearing a beanie and well, no, it's skinny like two, pe- two people
5: doing it, and in the corner it's a guy with a sheet over his head pretending to be a ghost. Yeah, but like, he's not. He's yeah. not even making no. He's not making a sound. He's just standing there with a sheet over his head, not doing anything. Yeah, cigarette. and then like yeah.
8: and then like the the camera constantly just focuses on the ghost man. Yeah, exactly. Not even on the action. It keeps
5: just zooming in. You still hear yeah. them, but it just keeps zooming, zooming in on, on the ghost. On ghost man. Yeah, and then and then a monologue out. starts. Yeah. Play over, it's you like know? Yeah. yeah. And, and the narrow. artistic value in that is
6: there could be ghosts really watching you doing it when you're doing it, so that brings that back. In smart can make anything sound creepy, that that he that really brings can. it back into yeah. focus.
9: It really brings you to like a circle of life metaphor, <laughs> you know? <laughs> ghosts are watching us when we do it. It's uh, a circle. I love you too.
6: It's a <laughs> circle. <laughs> You know this circle? Mm. It's you know there's a circle. Stop talking. It's Why wild.
5: are you
9: saying? Stop talking.
6: Like right. Good God. I'm sitting here with a pork and he's fiddling with a looks like a stapler.
9: Yep, I'm just messing around with the stapler while you talk about pornography.
8: <laughs> <laughs> there you are weird over in that booth.
9: What? Well, wait, just,
8: Todd and I are being respectful, and I'm making eye contact as it should be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait.
9: What's, what's
6: look, so look, disrespe- o- look over here, Sheila? So I want to dis- make extended eye contact. What's so disrespectful about this sort one. of like of look over messing here.
9: with a stapler and not <laughs> making afraid, eye contact? Why are no, you
6: Why are you afraid of intimacy, Pork?
5: I'm afraid of intimacy with you. But no, he's, no yeah, no. Oh, no. At
8: the end, his voice went with you.
5: I was just, I was gonna. He's just plain, He's just flat out afraid of you, <laughs> Mark. We all are a little bit. Wow. I just I still feel like
9: there's like a faint chance that you're an axe murderer. Or...
8: I uh, no, I get like a little bit of deliverance, especially with like the little pig <laughs> comment stuff that just randomly came up. And most <laughs> people randomly bring up pigs and comments.
3: <laughs> <laughs> So that's where wait, I'm going Pig and wait, porn.
9: That's wait, wait, brings it I'll be in the corner playing with a stapler on the Patreon page. <laughs> <laughs> It'll work out great.
8: Well, at least we have goals and plans.
9: The I ghost thought- is in the room. Let's <laughs> run with it.
3: <laughs>
7: he's, got, he's got a He's got a pee-stained sheet over his head, corner. running around.
8: Exactly. <laughs> uh, you guys are gonna
7: kill Hot Todd.
9: <laughs> you laugh, but you're you're gonna see like a little ghost in the corner of the room. Uh,
7: oh no! And it's S Mark.
9: Yeah, it'll be S. <laughs> yeah, only he won't be dead. Only he won't be dead. He'll no, just be no, wearing a sheet. it's like
7: the sheet over him. I'm dead
9: inside. He's dead I feel inside. Like S
8: Mark wouldn't even like go through like the 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 effort to put on just like a white sheet. Like he'd be there with the ones like Daisy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. With like it's dinosaurs, <laughs> magic, magic school, <laughs> magic school bus,
6: magic school bus. No, I'm, just, I'm gonna go leopard print. Leopard print.
8: Yeah, exactly. Not even close to white. Like Sexy ghost sheets.
9: <laughs> I'm watching you do it.
3: <laughs> Ooh.
9: dude. That's, that's that's so not cool, S Mark.
7: What would you do?
9: We'll tell you off air.
7: Oh God! All right. Well, let's get. Oh, you all oh, like need okay. some help. Jeez, you're right over there. <laughs> he's
9: he's okay.
4: You're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the Smokin' Hot Podcast.
9: What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul.
5: Yeah, I feel like I've been bringing you down with what I'm talking about. What a welcome to the 20s, right? No, I mean, everything that I've been saying has been pretty positive in a certain way. Maybe not the prosperity thing, because that has changed dramatically. But we don't have prohibition. And though movies and music still have some artistry out there, the entertainment business is not like it was in the 20s, when it was much easier and you could just go out and enjoy things. No, now it's a think tank. It's this big conglomerate blockbuster that has to make money. And if you don't do it right, the people are going to hate it. And it can only be certain things, but there's still those glimmers of hope out there. And speaking of glimmers of hope, there are still so many positive things that we have right now. Think about the changes that we've had between the 1920s and the 2020s. We have more racial equality. Between the two 20s, civil rights was passed. And though there are still plenty of horrible racist people out there, we now have more racial equality. Schools are integrated. Society is integrated. Men and women of different races can marry. That was a crime at one point. And speaking of equal marriage, gay rights. Marriage equality was passed in 2015. Gay men and women are now allowed to get married. That was completely unheard of in the 20s. In the 1920s, gay people still had to stay pretty much underground. Not literally, but you know what I'm saying. Because if they were found out, they could be arrested. They could be taken to jail. They could even be lynched. They could be, I mean, just horrible things would happen to gay people in the 1920s. Now they can get married. They can be out in society. And again, there are still plenty of bigots out there who are doing stupid things like trying to keep them out of their business or whatever. But we've come a long way, bottom line. And we've come a long way in women's rights as well. I think it's outstanding that we. this is the year that we'll be celebrating the 100th anniversary of the women's right to vote. And women's rights progressed as the years went by with Roe v. Wade, feminism. And again, there's still some bad blood out there. They're trying to overturn Roe v.ersus Wade. Women are still not paid the same as men, but we're getting there and things are getting better. And to top it all off, technology. They barely had phones in the 1920s. They had them, but they barely had them, and they barely had radio. Radio was still a brand new thing in the 1920s. You could not communicate really with anybody unless they were on the other end of the phone or unless you were talking to them on the radio. Now, the internet phones that have text messaging abilities. Your whole life is in the palm of your hand. And again, there's some bad blood there. Facebook has done terrible things to people. Let's face facts. Online bullying is still very much a thing. But the internet has brought us closer together. The world really is one now thanks to the internet. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. I'm not saying it's always good. But we're, we're there. And you can do anything on the internet. Anything! Let's face facts. It's, a, it's, it's an amazing thing. Sometimes you t- we take the internet for granted. We forget some of the amazing things and the capabilities that it can do. And did we have that in 1920? No, sir! We did not. And there are plenty more positive things that are out there for us. And it was things that we didn't have in the 1920s. So though we look back at the 1920s and say, boy, that was an easier time. That was a more fun time. And it seems like people really had it together and knew what was going on. We do too here in the 2020s. Don't fret, we got this. Again, keep in mind, this is the first year of the 2020s. This could be the best decade ever. This could be even better than the 1920s if we give it a chance and we fight for everything that we're trying to fight for. So keep on keeping on, and let's do what I just said. Let's make the 2020s the best decade of all time! Welcome to the 20s!
4: You're listening to Hot Time. On the Smoke It Hot Podcast.
5: Thank you for coming to this emergency meeting. I know a lot of you have major projects that you're working on, but with the destruction of the Death Star, we must begin work on a new one in order to keep rule in the galaxy. Now, if you'll turn to page one of the handout, we can get
2: started. <laughs>
4: Sorry, sorry, sorry I'm late.
2: I had to force chokes some charge our Binks looking fools. Quite alright Lord Vader, we were just beginning. Now as you'll
5: see on page one, this nest Star will be significantly more powerful than the first one. We have to do this in order to continue striking fear in the rebelling systems of the galaxy. Our, uh, our, our plan for this inc- uh, includes some of the following upgrades. I- I'm sorry, L- Lord Vader! Yes, my master. I'm sorry, but could you- could you not breathe so loudly? I'm having trouble concentrating.
2: Um, well, yes, master. Uh, I will try. As you know, the volume of my breathing isn't controlled by me, so it's-
5: Oh, no, 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 no. I know that, Lord Vader, but- but maybe you could take shorter breaths. That way, maybe it won't be so noticeable.
2: Yes, master.
5: Very good. Now back to the upgrades. Obviously, we can't have another thermal exhaust port just sitting there for the rebels to hit. So we need to make sure this one, um, th- this one has everything under cover. Make sure that all holes, all all holes are filled. By doing this,
2: we can. <laughs> Good lord, are you all right? Um, yes, master. I'm. <laughs> I'm okay. Just. Uh, I I
5: can't take short
2: breaths. It hurts my lungs. I'm sorry.
5: Oh no need to be sorry, Lord Vader. I, I tell you what, go back to breathing like you normally do, and we'll just we'll just press on.
4: Thank you, Master.
5: Now then, since the new Death Star will be more powerful, we have to make sure all the eyes are dotted and all the Ts are crossed. If you know what I mean, we can't take the risk of losing everything we worked so hard for again. So if you're turned to page two, you'll. You'll see that all the exhaust ports will be closed off by concrete walls. This is to ensure that no vulnerabilities will be visible. Now, as we discussed last week, we can adjust- Oh, come on, man! How the
3: hell is it getting louder?!
2: What do you want me to do? You're the one who designed this suit. You were trying
4: to annoy me, but looks like all it does is annoy you.
7: I can't help it.
3: What? Look,
7: I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour.
4: Oh, what the hell? I
7: need the money.
2: What's his deal?
7: Oh, that's Orson Welles. He's still sore that he didn't get to play you in the movies. Oh. Well, look. Either quiet down or get out of here. I can't conduct a meeting while I have Jacques Cousteau over here snorkeling for the remains of Atlantis. Fine, I'll just go. A rich, full-bodied wine
9: sensibly priced at a dollar a jug. And Now, for a little magic, I will make this jug
7: disappear. All right, that's lunch.
0: And now, Random Thoughts by Hot Toddy.
5: If the shoe fits, get another one just like it.
0: And that was Random Thoughts by Hot Toddy. So bottom line, I think this is
5: going to be an interesting decade. I think my generation and future generations are going to put in a lot of work to make this a great decade. And we're going to get back those things that we had in the 1920s that we don't have here in the 2020s. And of course, everything else pretty positive. Again, I was not trying to knock the entertainment business in any way. I love the movies that get put out and I love the music that gets put out today, but you can't deny that things were different and a lot easier. And there were a lot more films that got more hype in the twenties than we do today. And honestly, am I the only one that ever noticed how loud Darth Vader breathes I mean come on surely George Lucas had figured that out at some point Disney too but nobody seems to care they just let him breathe as loud as they want kudos to Palpatine for figuring that out kudos to Palpatine for saying something anyway that's gonna do it for us this week we've got another brand new episode coming your way next week so don't miss out until then you can follow me on all social media that's at smoking hot toddy on Facebook Twitter and TikTok. toddy comma hot on Instagram hot toddy tube on YouTube and of course you can can catch all episodes of the Smoking Hot Toddcast on the Hot toddy Mix Cloud page and the Smoking Hot Toddcast pages of SoundCloud and iTunes. You can also follow some of the Toddcast team on social media. We'll begin with Twitter: Miss pingrino at pingrino Sheila at Sheila Hawk, Doc Summit at Kev Summit, and Miranda at the Miranda Joe. On Instagram: Miss pingrino at pingrino Sheila at Sheila Hawkins, Doc Summit at Kev Summit, and Miranda at Miranda a Panda a Joe. Until next week, this is Hot Toddy saying...